You are Locked On LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, let's get it. Locked On LSU, your team every day. I'm Matt Moscona, ESPN Radio, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, CST, and right here for the Locked On LSU podcast. Kim Mulkey, introduced as LSU's new women's basketball coach. We speak to our son, Kramer Robertson. We'll also get the reaction from Waco. But let's start with what LSU's new coach had to say when she addressed a crowd at the PMAC on Monday. And this is the soundbite of the day. I would like the current women's Tiger basketball team to stand up, please. I want you to see those banners behind you right there. Final four, final four, final four, final four. Nowhere on there does it say national champion. That's what I came here to do. Let there be no mistake. Uh, what a day it was. Kim Mulkey touchdown in Baton Rouge uh, early on Monday morning. Uh, there were a group of dignitaries that met. There was a, a brass band there to greet her. Scott Woodward, Pulmonary, Will Wade, Verge Osbury, Stephanie Remp. A lot of LSU dignitaries there. They then um, got into vans, rode over to campus. LSU's digital media did a fantastic job throughout the day chronicling Kim Mulkey's day at LSU where she met with her team. She met Coach O uh, out at the LSU football complex. She was all over campus all day shaking hands, meeting and greeting. And then it led to the press conference at 5 o'clock in the Maravich Center Tom Galligan, the interim president, spoke. Another member of the board spoke. Scott Woodward then introduced Kim Mulkey, and she stole the show. She is dynamic. There is no doubt about it. You can understand why people follow her, why she recruits as well as she does. But the thing that she did over and over again throughout the day was wrap her arms around Louisiana, talk about coming home, the opportunity to be in Louisiana. Her uh, mother, who's in her 80s, who still lives in the Hammond area, was there. Her daughter, uh, Kramer, flew in from uh, from St. Louis to be there for the press conference. She grew up knowing the current governor of Louisiana, John Bell Edwards. He's from Amit. They're both from the, uh, the Tangipoa Parish area. But ultimately, she wrapped her arms around Louisiana, and there were so many feel-good moments therein for people here we're very proud of their culture and their tradition. And like we always say, you wrap your arms around Louisiana, it'll give you a big bear hug back. And Kim Mulkey did talk about leaving Baylor for LSU. This doesn't just happen with a phone call. It takes a lot of people pulling a lot of strings and committing to women's basketball. I've been at Baylor 21 years of my life. I built that program from the ground up. I should say we built that program from the ground up. Can you believe there's only one institution I would have left for and they made the commitment and I'm home. Home. It was the consistent theme throughout the entirety of the day with Kim Mulkey was her coming home. Now, you also heard her say there they made the commitment and that's my understanding where we don't yet have a lot of the details of, of her contract. She was pretty adamant that most people assume that it's all about money. It's not. Of course, she is going to be 
handsomely paid, but it was more about the LSU administration making the commitment to women's basketball to give Kim Mulkey and her staff the resources they need to be able to compete at a national level. And clearly, LSU was willing to check every box. Now, she did also have a a statement that was very pointed where she talked about the timing of this, given everything that's going on at LSU right now, given the FBI investigation into basketball, the Title IX investigation into football, uh, the Hush Blackwell report, and she made an, an indirect but obvious comment about that timing. LSU is a very, very prideful institution of higher learning. You know what it feels like to win championships. You know what it means to a community and to a state when you're a winning program. I know what it means. And I can assure you, I didn't just come here to win championships. I came here to make an impact at the right time at an institution that needs something really positive. It is certainly worth mentioning that Kim Mulkey did continue recruiting and winning at a high level at Baylor when they went through the Art Bryles scandal. So there is a parallel there as well. You want to talk about the impact already made, the old adage, you got to spend money to make money. Well, LSU is certainly going to spend on Kim Mulkey, but they've already more than doubled in 24 hours, more than doubled the number of season tickets sold for women's basketball. What a start, what a day for Kim Mulkey. But again, it is only the start as now the work begins to rebuild a roster, a staff, and a program that was once competing for championships and has been largely irrelevant for a decade and getting them back to a championship level. Much more. Uh, we will get to the reaction from Baylor and also want to hear from Kramer Robertson about how this all transpired for he, his mom, and his family. We are brought to you by Rock Auto and rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. You know where to find them at rockauto.com. They're a family business that's been serving auto part customers online for 20 years. So why go to the box store? Why spend 30, 50, 100% more for the same auto parts at a chain store or a new dealership when you could buy online, have the same exact part delivered to your door for a fraction of the cost? So log on to rockauto.com. If you're a daily driver, a classic driver, a do-it-yourselfer, if you need anything, even if it's motor oil or windshield wipers or carpet, they've got you at rockauto.com. Make sure when you get to checkout, you're right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, the Phoenix Suns put an end to the New York Knicks nine-game winning streak. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
Of course, with Kim Mulkey coming home to LSU, that also means LSU has reunited with Kramer Robertson, the uh, former LSU star baseball player now in the St. Louis Cardinals organization, who, of course, during his time in Baton Rouge, it was referenced every single time that LSU played that Kramer was Kim Mulkey's son. Kim Mulkey even made a crack that Kramer's mom has come home. Uh, that's when she opened her press conference. Well, Kramer was good enough to visit uh, with us on my radio show in Baton Rouge on Monday, just before the press conference. We started after he tweeted that this was the hardest secret he ever had to keep. I asked him how long he had to keep that secret. It was probably three or four days uh, that I knew pretty confidently that she was coming. Uh, we The night that uh, Woodward called her, uh, we talked for an hour or two on the phone, weighing the pros and cons. Um, by the next day, the next morning when I talked to her, she had all but made up her mind. So mm. um, it was it was difficult because I had a lot of people reaching out to me, a lot of people that I had great relationships with, and I didn't want to hide it from them. But I, I out of respect for LSU, Baylor, my mom, I, I couldn't leak any information. But it was, it was very difficult, even some of my best friends. Mm. It's completely understandable, man. So, if I mean, to whatever degree you can disclose, Kramer, so you, your mom obviously confides in you, and you, had, you said you had a couple hours long conversation. What was that conversation like? What, what did you all discuss? Um, I mean, it's obviously super emotional for her leaving Waco, and she's been there for 21 years and built that program from, up from the bottom. Um, it's, a, it's been home to us. We have so many people there that we love and have great relationships with, and obviously my sister and her husband, uh, that's home to them as well, and that's where her grandkids are going to be. So, um, look, I just told her to look at it logically. Entire life, making her decisions around my sister and I, and, and doing what's best for us. And I told her this is time for her to make a decision that'll make her happy and put herself first. And uh, we knew that her coming back to Louisiana would would be a homecoming of sorts. And people here love her and will appreciate her. And it would be so great for the university and so great for the state of Louisiana. And, uh, we just talked about things like that for a while, uh, and it, it was an emotional conversation. But um, I'm, I couldn't be any more excited that she's coming back home to Louisiana. Kramer, who have you heard from? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm one of a bajillion people that have been bothering you over the last 24 hours or so, but like, g- give us some scope here about the, the amount of, of uh, how inundated you've been. I mean, as soon as the rumor started flying, uh, my phone was buzzing from start of the day until I went to sleep. I'd come into the clubhouse after our workouts and my phone would be full and I'd have to text and call people back and good friends, teammates, everybody. So uh, you you think of it, and they probably reached out to me and all just about got the same answer. Um, I hated not being able to tell some of my boys, but I just, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, random radio guys, too, that just bother you, uh, you know, random. Uh, but we do appreciate it. Kramer's with So, look, man, I, you probably don't know this yet, but, like, literally one minute ago, the uh, LSU baseball Twitter account posted a picture of a seat with uh, with your name on it. So you have a reserved seat, uh, guest of Kim. Oh, I love that. There it is right there, Kramer Rosewatch, Kramer Robertson, guest <laughs> of, of Kim Mulkey. So what's tell us what this day is like for you uh, being there at the alternate site for the Cardinals, which is in, in Illinois, right? Yeah, I'm in St. Louis. I've been working out at Bush Stadium okay. um, and then at another stadium when the uh, big league team's at home. So this morning I was – Playing a game, I was going through my usual workout, and as soon as it was over, I booked over to the airport across the street and hopped on a plane and just landed in Baton Rouge. But, I mean, for my mom to come 
to Baton Rouge, to a city that means so much to me. It feels like a second home after spending four years here uh, in college. The people here were so good to me and embraced me like one of their own. Uh, we had so much success together and, and celebrated together. And now for my mom to be a part of this, uh, she was a part of it then when as a mother, but now it's, it's really come full circle. It's crazy. Now I'll be the one sitting in the stands cheering her on. Uh, hopefully they won't be showing me in the stands as much as they showed her, but I guess it comes with the territory. So we'll, I'm sure that joke will never end, but it's just, it's surreal to me. Honestly, that it's, it's a dream come true. It, it still doesn't even feel real yet, but um, I, I can't think of a better scenario and a better situation for her to come home and retire uh, and come to my alma mater a place that, will support us and it's just it's a dream come true for both of us uh, Kramer Robertson just for a couple more minutes I'm not going to take too much of your time and I appreciate you being flexible and, and willing to join us on on what's a really busy day but you uh, you and your mom have obviously talked about this opportunity to come home like, can you remember at any point throughout her career profession talking about wanting to come to LSU or or how cool it might be if the scenario ever arose like was this something that even if distantly was was there on the radar? I think it's always been there. As long as I can remember, she's wanted to come home. Uh, didn't know if it would ever be possible. Didn't know if the timing or the situation would be right. Um, but everything just seemed to work out. All the chips fell in place. And, uh, I, I finished my career here. She's had three national championships, an unbelievable career at Baylor. Uh, but it's just time to come home. It's, it's been talked about before, and she's always talked about how much she loves Louisiana and the people here. As so many friends and family that are still live in the area, uh, so it's always been in the back of our minds, something that's been lightly discussed throughout the years. Um, but now, as soon as, as soon as this job came open and things things got serious quick, mm-hmm. and uh, like I said, I still can't believe that this is really happening. That my mom is going to be at LSU, where I went to school, and where I had so many great memories of these people and I'm excited to share more memories with them now and I, I thought that I gave LSU everything that I had my blood sweat tears literally yep. too much blood <laughs> um, <laughs> but now I, I guess I can officially say that I've given them everything I have I'm, I'm giving, giving them my mother so I don't know what more I can give <laughs> to this university <laughs> I will not pull up pictures of your swollen lip don't worry about it like the one we Please the, don't. the Please picture don't. The picture we have up right now is a really good shot, like a celebratory. It's all good. We'll, we'll, we'll save the, yeah. the fat lip shot. But, but all right, last thing before you go, um, I, I want to ask you about legacy and what that means for your mom because she has a chance to do something that's never been done in women's college basketball, which would be to win a national championship at two different schools. Um, that's something right. even Pat Summit and Gino Ariema, the, the, the standard bearers in this sport, never accomplished your mom has the opportunity to do that what what would that mean what would that legacy mean for kim mulkey to her personally to be frank dead honest everybody i don't think she even thinks about that i don't think she cares in the least bit but for her legacy when how people other people will remember her yeah that would be unbelievable she's done she's been the first to do so many things and that's just another one to her list um it's honestly so much more important to her to bring joy to the people of louisiana have somebody a positive figure and a positive light in the community and in the state of Louisiana. That That's what motivates her, and that's why she wants to go out there and win and bring joy to all these people that have brought joy to her all these years growing up. Um, it's almost like she's feeling you know, like she's giving back, back to the state. It's given her so much. So I think that's, that's where her motivation is, and that's where her mindset is more so than um, you know doing something that Gino or Pat 
hasn't hasn't done being the first to do something. She's already been the first to do so many things in her career. I think that that's the least of her worries. Again, we appreciate Kramer for spending a couple of minutes with us. We do have to get the Baylor perspective on just how Kim Mulkey got out of Waco. We'll get to that in a moment. Let me remind you about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Betonline.ag, tell you a story. Wanted to bet uh, an NBA game a couple of days ago. I had missed tip-off. No worries. I went and grabbed the live bet uh, option, and I live bet the game because the odds change as the game goes along. So you can do that as well. It's fun. It's safe. It's secure. It's easy to use. If it's the NBA, if it's Major League Baseball, which is just cranking up the NHL, moving toward its postseason, if it's MMA or soccer or cricket, really any sporting event in the world, you can bet on it. You can bet online at betonline.ag. Remember, it's free to sign up, desktop or mobile device. It's free to sign up, and when you go make your first deposit of funds, use the promo code Locked On and get a 50% welcome bonus. So deposit 100 bucks, they'll give you 50 free to play with. No limits. Deposit 1000 bucks, they'll give you 500 free to play with. You get it. BetOnline.ag. Safe, secure, fun. Remember, the Kentucky Derby is almost here. First leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Why not bet with uh, BetOnline.ag? Of course, the NFL Draft as well is this week. All the prop bets are there. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May the 1st. Uh, Kim Mulkey again introduced as LSU's new head basketball coach, uh, women's basketball coach, which means she's leaving Baylor, a place where... She built that program from having never been to the NCAA tournament to being the only program and the only coach to win three national championships alongside Tennessee and UConn. Curtis Quillen, sports director at KCEN-TV in Waco, was good enough to join us. And I asked him what the reaction's been to Kim Mulkey leaving the program she built. It's been very 50-50. Very much there is the, the, the faction that is, Look, this program was nothing before you were here. Now we're, we're we're kind of a blue blood in the sport, so thank you. And then there's the other side of it that feels a little betrayed because you know they think that one call in that Elite Eight game against UConn makes the difference, and maybe she stays in Waco, or if they don't cancel the NCAA tournament last year and she makes the Final Four again, um, maybe maybe she stays in Waco, and they just didn't expect her to leave in this way um does does the administration change have anything to do with this with Mac Rhodes being being there here since the since Ian McCall was let go you know I think it I think it has to have a little bit of a part of it I know that uh Mulkey was very close with Ian McCall when he was the athletic director uh pre-2016 um, I don't know that she is as close with uh, Coach Rhodes. And again, I don't know that she's not as close with Coach Rhodes as she was with Coach McCall. Um, but there was also a change in president, you know, a star left in that 2016 football scandal as well. 
um, and Linda Livingstone comes in um, and takes over at Baylor. And it's that tenure has been so short. Um, there's a lot that isn't known about her relationship with um, the Baylor administration. But, I mean, with as close as she was with President Starr and with Athletic Director Ian McCall, I mean, I think I think you have to think that maybe she's not quite as close with them because I think if she was, you know, maybe she maybe she is still in Waco. And maybe that's part of what's feeding into that to that Baylor fan base's reaction. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Quillen's with us here for a couple more minutes, sports director at KCEN. Uh, they're covering the Baylor Bears, which is the other side of the story of Kim Mulkey leaving Baylor for LSU. Do you know to what extent Baylor went to try to keep Kim Mulkey? Like, did they offer an extension? Did they offer? Did they make that effort to keep her there? I don't. I do know they talked. I do know that when all of this chatter started um, last week, following uh, Coach Vargas's departure from Baton Rouge to take the job at uh, with the Las Vegas Aces, that I do know that once that chatter started, that LSU was going to go after uh, Coach Mulkey. That her and Baylor did talk. Now Baylor is very good at staying tight less about conversations that they don't want to make public. Um, I mean, look at everything that happened with the Pepper Hamilton report in 2016. Mm. Um, so the content of those discussions, uh, I'm not privy to at the moment, but, you know, I do know that they talked. I just don't know how the how that went mm. and to what extent. I, I'm going to ask you, this is probably asking you to speculate, um, but Baylor, of course, is a private university. So they don't have to disclose terms of contracts, et cetera. But I, I, where I, what I've seen reported is that Kim Mulkey was making 227. Uh, you correct me if that, if that number is incorrect or if you know if that number is incorrect. Do you have a feeling of what it would take financially, what LSU might have offered uh, to pull her away to what Baylor might not have been, been willing to match? I've heard everything north of two and a half up to as high as four. Now, again, that's all speculation. That's all rumor. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not uh, two and a quarter ish is what I've heard as well. Um, I, again, like you said, Baylor hides behind that veil of being a private school and they have that right to do so legally. Um, And so I'm not certain on whether that, how accurate that number is, but you know, it would have to take a substantial amount for her to pick everything up and leave the program that she turned from nothing into a blue blood program in the sport and go um, and kind of try to do the same thing. Um, in a program that won less than 10 games this past yeah. season. I mean, it would have to be something at least if, if two and a quarter is the correct number in Waco, it would have to be something more than two and a half to me. It's man. It, it's just unprecedented, right? Curtis. I mean, it's just, you don't see, see coaches leave championship coaches, leave programs they built for a lesser program, which if LSU fans are being rude with themselves, LSU ain't Baylor. I just, it, it's incredible. I, I mean, there's the emotional tie, obviously, but it feels like there has to be a little more there. Maybe, I don't know if you agree or disagree. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. It feels like there has to be something there. There has to be something there. And I think you and I are on the same page on this because, you know, yeah, Louisiana's home. She spent probably the same amount of time living in Texas as she did in Louisiana, at least close to it. You know, 21 years at Baylor and um, going back, obviously going back and forth to Louisiana when Kramer was at LSU sure. might have, you know, stoked the emotional part of it. And, you know, I don't know what family she still has there in Louisiana, but if you look at, you know, the financial aspect of it, cost of living isn't much different between Waco, Texas and Baton Rouge, Louisiana. 
And so it's not that it, you know, it's not like the dollar goes further in one city versus the other, like it would in College Station versus Tallahassee for when Scott Woodward brought uh, Jimbo Fisher um, to Texas A&M. And so there has to be something there. But what it is, you know, I, I don't know that we'll find out until uh, everybody, every every journalist covering this coaching change has probably fired, filed a uh, records request for her <laughs> new contract, myself included. Right. <laughs> and until those requests get filled, I imagine that we'll still be wondering what it was that got, convinced her to leave um, Baylor, the program, like you said, that she built for um, a, a lesser program. And, you know, the last time I think we saw this kind of coaching move in basketball might have been um, Roy Williams leaving Kansas to go back home to North Carolina. When you factor everything else in there, you know, he's a, a unlike Mulkey, he is a grad of the specific school he went to. Um, and North Carolina was in a real bad way when he took that job in 2003. And then here it is, you know, he won three national championships there. Mulkey's going back to her home state after winning three national championships in a program that was really kind of a, kind of an afterthought on its own campus. He, um, and, you know, the interesting thing is Roy Williams had, had not won a championship at Kansas. Uh, he had gone to Final right. Four, obviously played in the championship game against Syracuse that year before he left for North Carolina, but which makes this even more in, in, borderline improbable. Uh, last thing for you, Curtis, you've been very generous with your time, and I, I do appreciate it. I was interested whenever I asked him what the reaction's been, and some have been, you know, thank you, Kim, for what you did, and others have been feeling a bit betrayed. Is there a faction that's looking at Baylor's administrators, athletic university administrators saying, how could you let this happen? How could you let her get away? You know, I'm sure there is. It's a very not, if it, it and, and I think you're right. I think there is, but they're very much not vocal right now. The two, mm. the two vocal factions of it are, like you said, you know, the, uh, the thank you for what you did and the, how could you possibly leave us? But, you know, there has to be one looking at Mac Rhodes and Linda Livingston and trying to blame them. But, you know, those two probably got brought in under, and I don't think there's a probably about it, uh, they got brought in under the most unfavorable of circumstances whenever they started their time at Baylor in 2016 and 2017, respectively, with Rhodes and Livingston. Um, the mess that they had to clean up following the football scandal, um, I think, you know, I, I think that's one of the reasons why that faction may not be so vocal, but you know, my gut does tell me that there is that group of Baylor fans there looking toward that admin building, wondering what went wrong. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to us here on the Locked On LSU podcast, your team every day. We will be back tomorrow. Baseball Tigers play tonight out at the box against Grambling. We'll give you a recap of that midweek game, and we'd be one day away from the NFL draft. We'll set the stage. We'll look for you tomorrow, Locked On LSU, your team every day.